all. Welcome to A Taste of Southern Soul. I'm Doreen Stewart, and this is my first episode. So y'all sit back, relax, grab yourself a glass of Southern sweet tea, and join on in. In this episode, I want to tell you about my Southern journey to Tennessee. I haven't always lived here in Tennessee. When I was a young child, my father was in the United States Air Force. So I traveled around with my family through different states and overseas. But when my father was stateside in Virginia, that's where I really learned of my Southern roots. During the holidays, He'd load my family in his little green compact Nova. We'd head out to Tennessee for vacation. My mother would wake us up early, and before she gathered us all in the car, she'd have a little shoebox. And inside that shoebox was magic, delicious magic. She would prepare southern fried chicken, deviled eggs, fried peach pies, and she would place it in tissue paper inside that magical lunch box. And we would smell all those aromas as soon as we got in the car. And I would say, Mom, Mom, when can we get some of this? When can we have some chicken? When can I have a fried pie? And she says, it's not time yet. So we were all anxiously waiting for her to open up that box where we could have some of those southern delicacies. And as we travel down the highway... And we got closer to our grandparents' home. I remember how excited we would be. We would find this little old gas station and my dad would stop and refill up with the gas and I'd go in and I'd get this old fashioned type candy. And I remember we would lick that stick hard candy just one lick at a time. We didn't want to bite into it. We wanted to savor every bit of it. And as we got closer to my grandparents' house, I could see the look on my mom's face. Her smile would get wider and wider. My dad would start whistling a little old tune. My grandmother on my mother's side, she lived in a little log cabin on the side of the road. So she she would be our first visit. So when my father would stop and stop on the side of the road (laughs) and we'd all get out, my grandmother, it's just like she knew we were coming. She just knew we were gonna be there at that certain time. And 
she would reach out and grab a hold of me. I was the youngest of four in my family. I have two older sisters and a brother. And I was always like, I'm excited to see grandma, but I would tell my mother, mom, grandma's gonna squeeze me to death and I can't breathe. (laughs) And she would. My grandma would grab me with those big arms of hers and she would just squeeze as tight as she could and give me just the most precious kiss all over my face. Oh, if I could have those hugs and kisses now. And when we'd get there, uh, after, you know, we talked and laughed, and Grandma would bring out a sweet potato pie. Oh, my goodness, and what a pie it was. She'd make sure we'd eat, and my Grandpa would fry fish. And my grandpa, he was a man of few words, but he had this amazing laugh. I guess you could call it a cackle. And he would love to just aggravate me to no end with his scruffy little beard he had. Just like the morning growth, you know. And he would hug me. And I said, Grandpa, your face is... It's it's too rough. It's too rough. <laughs> and he would just cackle, cackle on. And after we visited a while there, it was time for us to load back up into the Nova and go down to the end of the holler to visit my dad's parents. Now, my grandmother Lucille was known far and wide for her southern table. She was a small, dainty little lady. And my grandpa Will, she would he was he was tall and quiet, but just the sweetest man you ever did meet. And grandma, of course, she also had a table spread out of food for us to eat. And we never really would say that we already had eaten because I'm sure she'd already got on the phone and she had talked to my grandma and said, what are you cooking? But it didn't matter if you had ate before you got, got here to Tennessee. You had to eat at both grandparents' house, no matter what. And that was the same when later we moved here and my mother would cook Sunday dinner. It still didn't matter. We had to eat at our grandparents' house. So there we were again. And I can't say I was disappointed because Grandma, she always fixed three different types of meats. Why, I do not know, but she did. And every they had their own garden, and every vegetable that they grew was on her table. So I grew up really appreciating Southern food. Now, throughout this episode, I want to tell you about what it means to be Southern for a young African-American girl. When I 
moved here. I was 10 years old. I was used to living on base, Air Force Base, and it was just like a completely different world to me. I recall how lonely I was for the city life. And I thought, I just can't wait to get out of here. There are no stores. There was like called a five and dime store. There wasn't any um, uh, malls within an hour drive away. There was not a movie theater. At that time, we didn't even have a skating ring. And it was just like, I really had literally just died and gone to hell. That's how I felt about it. But as the years went on, I, I can honestly say, this is my home. And I would not be wanting to live anywhere else.